0: on that anime music that signifies that it is just a common normal day. You know the music, it's really slow and it's like ba dum ba dum and then a pause and then it goes ba dum ba dum. You know what I mean. What I'm trying to say is that it seems like a regular type of day at the start, but hold on to your hats. Pamela is at her locker putting away a bunch of cigars, motor oil and cold cuts. As she closes her locker door, Rash is leaning against the next locker, making a shitty face that he thinks looks cool.
1: Walking to class? Must be
2: hard to walk with all
1: those clothes on.
2: If you're trying to sexually harass me, it's not gonna work. I'm out on bail right now for a dozen sexual harassment cases of my own. You can't beat me at this game.
1: Damn! We're just like two disgusting peas in a nasty fucking pot. I bet when you kiss guys, some gar smoke comes out of their ears. The
2: first guy to go down on me got lung cancer. Now, are you gonna get out of my way or do I have to throw some of this sand that's always in my pocket into your eyes?
1: Damn, everyone's using my move. (sighs) I need to get a new one. You know, funny enough, I just used that move on the evil animal rights lawyer, Bengoshi What makes him so evil? Well, I don't know. I get you. <laughs> Just that he's our enemy, I guess. I can't think of anything he's really done wrong. Hmm. Oh, you know that guy that was hanging out with you with the big hat? Usotsukio? It was him! Wait, that unassuming young
2: student was our enemy all along? Yeah! And he was disrespecting Budweiser beer! Are you fucking serious? Unbelievable! I'm in. Let's do this thing.
0: Rash starts pulling his pants down.
2: I meant fighting Bengoshi Akuma. Fighting him.
1: (laughs) Oh, oh, right. Okay, well, Inutaro said he'd pull the Lancer up outside. Let's get moving.
0: Cut to Inutaro behind the wheel of his Mitsubishi Lancer. He is too self-conscious to listen to the jerky boys around Rex, so he's listening to Lit, My Own Worst Enemy. (laughs) Primrose is also there riding shotgun. Primrose is rolling down the window as she lights a big cigar. Hey,
3: Inutaro, do you think Jay Leno would like me if he saw me smoking the cigar?
0: Huh?
1: What the fuck are you talking about? You want Jay Leno to like you?
3: Nah, I don't care about anything, really.
0: She lights the cigar and immediately starts coughing uncontrollably. <coughs> I apologize, but I
1: do not enjoy women who smoke cigars. I do not know if it was that is sexist or not
0: kind of more like a meathead type of guy than some kind of thinker. Primrose drops the cigar out the window on purpose.
3: Oops, I dropped it. I'm such a klutz, but now Inotaro-san will have the air quality he desires.
1: What's going on? I'm bored. We're almost to school. We gotta pick up Rash. You're the one who told us to pick him up.
4: The whole cigar side plot angle lost me.
1: Be that as it may, we need Rash's firepower if we're gonna go to Bengoashi Akuma's secret base and finish this whole thing once and for all.
3: There's Rash running across the quad towards us. Great, he's got Pamela with him. He must have told her that Akuma disrespected Budweiser Beer.
4: Seems kind of a weak motivation.
0: Rash and Pamela open the door and jump into the backseat of the Mitsubishi Lancer.
2: Let's fucking go! He disrespected Budweiser Beer! Yeah,
1: let's see how he respects my gun! Fuck yeah! I feel like a god! I'm gonna piss in his face! Yeehaw! <laughs> Yeehaw!
4: Okay. Inutaro, set a course for downtown Tokyo, the biggest tower with the devil horns on it.
0: Aye aye, Captain. After a filler episode where they're stuck in traffic and they sing 99 bottles of beer on the wall and reunite a little girl with her lost hamster, they arrive at the dreaded tower. As they approach, Inutaro turns off the cyan underglow to draw less suspicion.
4: Remember guys, try to keep as low of a profile as you can for as long as you can.
1: My bad. I'm sorry. It won't happen again. Well, it's just that, well, if I'm being honest, I'm super excited because I'm having a lot of fun with you all right now. We
3: should split up. We'll draw less attention that way.
1: I'm a talking dog. Rash, you go with Rex and Pamela up the back. Primrose and I will take the elevator. And Rash, no jacking off. (laughs) I know what that really means. I know that really means that you want me to jack off during the mission! <laughs> You're the best, Utaru.
2: He already tried in the car.
0: Let's head to the lobby and split up there. The group walks into the very lavish first floor lobby. They see some sort of fat cat, literally. A tubby little white kitty in a top hat with a wide mustache slides off of a fancy chair in the lobby and starts striding toward the group, smiling cheshirely.
2: Planning to enter the tower and go toe to toe with Bengoshi Okuma, eh? Well, there's something you must know first.
1: Uh, 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 talking cat? I know it's normal for one third of dogs to talk, but I've never seen a talking cat before.
2: That's right, I'm a talking cat, and as you can tell by my top hat and mustache, I'm also a billionaire. <coughs> Calm down, Rex. We need to hear what he's got to say. Well, basically just, Hakuma's lair is on the hundredth floor, but you can only enter it from Club Diablo on the 99th floor. And you'll need a secret key to do so.
1: Uh, wh- where's this key everybody's talking about?
2: Now that, I don't know. You'll have to snoop around Club Diablo to find it. Anyway, I really have to run. Toodaloo! Thanks, Talking Cat. We'll head to Club Diablo and get this all sorted out. We'll bring you back a twisted nipple shot for your help.
0: The cat walks out of the lobby while grumbling about immature children who smell like cigars trying to offer him dairy-based alcohol in the middle of the day.
1: Whoa, wait a second. Was that a Talking Cat?
4: So weird.
3: Why would a Talking Cat billionaire help us with Bengoshi Hmm.
1: I don't know why. We aren't in a position to ignore his advice. Let's continue with the plan. Rex, Rash, Pamela, try to get into the service tunnels of the 99th floor. Primrose and I will head to the front of the house to gather clues. Sounds good. Let's go.
0: Pamela, Rash, and Rex slip off to the stairs. Primrose and Inutaro go into the elevator together. Cut to Primrose and Inutaro inside the elevator. They click the button that says Floor 99. Primrose looks sheepishly at Inutaro, whose entire body is clenched, and you can see all the veins in his neck.
3: Does... does Inutaro really want to ride in an elevator with just me? Is this his way of proposing marriage?
1: da 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 Some people say to me, I am my own worst enemy. It's no surprise to me that I kicked the living shit out of me. The smoke alarm is going off and there's a cigarette still burning. Please tell me why my cars in fire and I'm my clothes on tonight.
0: We see the numbers slowly going up on the floor display thingy. 33 34 35
3: Inotaro, I wanted to ask you, do you truly not like women who smoke cigars?
0: A very loud thud sound is heard from the top of the elevator. Around floor 38, they come to a halt, and the top of the elevator rips open and a stealth bomber dog flies in the top. The stealth bomber dog is about the size of an average dog. Its dark fur is dense and completely reflective. It also has a tail, and that tail likes to wag, and also the dog is filled with bombs.
1: Bow wow 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 wow! I'm a stealth bomber dog here to kill you with my bombs! Shit! Looks like Dr. Einstein's old dog still has a few
0: new tricks left. Suddenly the bomber dog goes over to the elevator buttons and presses every single floor.
4: (laughs) Heh, looks like we've got some time. Why don't we hang around and chat?
3: Sure thing. My big scythe has a few words to say to you.
1: My aspiration is to be the world's number one dog catcher. But I'm not afraid to be a dog killer either, if it comes down to it. We'll see about that. First, you have to get through me. I may not look like much, but they say my
0: bomb is worse than my bite. Inutaro and Primrose charge forward as we cut to a normal office lobby. Suddenly, cutting through all the normal office sounds, you hear the ding of the elevator. The doors fly open, and energy flies out of the room in gusts, tossing paper around, but all the inhabitants of the elevator appear not to be moving at all. Primrose, Inutaro, and the Bomber Dog all remain motionless until the elevator door opens again.
1: Man, this dog is fast. Me and Primrose are both moving so fast that it looks like we are standing completely still. But in reality, we are throwing over a dozen punches a second, and the stealth Bomber Dog is dodging them all. And guess what? He is moving so fast that it looks like he isn't moving at all, either.
0: The elevator dings again in another identical lobby, Gusts of wind come out of the elevator when it opens, but to everyone on the floor, it just looks like two teenagers and a weird dog are standing still.
3: Inutaro, it's not working! He's too fast!
0: My bomb is worse than my bite! The bomber dog shoots a bomb out of his mouth by barking.
3: It's a good thing this is a bomb-proof elevator, or we'd be hurtling toward the ground right now!
0: As the bomb approaches them, Inutaro grabs the bomb in his dog catcher net and spins it around. The elevator opens on the next office floor, I don't know, like floor 68? And he hurls the bomb into the office, killing dozens of innocent salarymen. That
1: was a close one. I guess his bomb is worse than his bite. dude. That office was for Doctors Without Borders. What the fuck, man? If that was your bomb, I'd hate to see your
4: bite.
3: That's enough!
4: What's wrong? Bomb got your tongue? I know it doesn't make much sense, but you can assume in the original Japanese it was a good pun.
3: Inotaro, I order you to kill this dog now!
0: Inotaro looks around the room but sees nothing he can use.
1: Primrose, stand back. This is my greatest technique. I just hope that St. Paul or St. Peter, whoever the guy who stands at those pearly gates, can help me out.
0: Ten GOKU NO JAIL! Inutaro powers up for like seven seconds. He's screaming, energy is shooting from him, part of his clothes rip. Maybe his hair gets different, you know how it works. He is mustering up an enormous amount of energy. Inutaro leaps upward in the elevator, and the boundaries of reality crumble as he flies into different dimensional spaces. Then, elsewhere, we see Saint whoever. Peter? Paul? I don't know. We see him standing at the gates of heaven, standing there in the clouds with his big book of people's names that says if they're good or not, kinda like Santa's naughty and nice list but more Christian. He's thinking to himself like, today's a good day, I hope no bad guys try to sneak into heaven. I'm basically a bouncer, but I don't want any trouble. Not in heaven, no way, I'd rather just let the good guys in, one by one, single file, and give them their standard government supply angel wings. Suddenly. Inutaro manifests himself at the Gates of Heaven itself, still looking cool in an anime way. He gives a silent nod to Saint Peter, who appears nonplussed, and then he rips the Gates of Heaven from their very foundation, a cloud, and dives back down through dimensional space, tumbling from reality to reality, until finally he appears in a flash of bright white light within the elevator and slams the Gates of Heaven themselves around the stealth bomber dog. Meanwhile, back in heaven, all the people who are waiting patiently in line push over St. Peter and storm through the gates in a mob. And after he's trampled by hundreds of people, he lifts his head from the ground and says like, Oh, brother. You are fucked.
3: Inutaro, so much power. Is this what it's like to be the world's number one dog catcher? Oh,
4: wow, 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 woo! you got me. Have mercy on me, dogcatcher. Mercy?
0: Inutaro smiles that smile where they don't have any teeth. Tell it to the good book. Inutaro slams the helpless dog in the head with St. Peter's book that he uses to see if people get into heaven or not. A brilliant flash of white light instantly turns the stealth bomber dog to ash. Meanwhile, up in heaven, St. Peter is dusting himself off.
1: Ah, nuts. Ah, shit. Oh, great. And now somebody took the fucking book!
0: St. Peter looks up and sees a kind of stealth bomber-looking dog in line.
1: Great! And who's this fucking guy?
0: Back on Earth, we cut to Pamela, Rash, and Rex running up the back stairs of the building. They're only on Floor 7 and they're totally winded.
2: (laughs) I gotta cut back to one pack of cigars a day. My
1: lungs are killing me!
4: They sell cigars in packs?
1: (laughs) I haven't exercised in years! Since I mostly just shoot my gun, I never did any real training like a Natara.
4: German Shepherds get pretty bad hips when they get older. I'm already seven years old. I don't got much time left. Oh.
1: Wait, what's that on the wall on the next floor? It looks like some kind of painting. One of those boring paintings from the past where they didn't show any coos or boob. Rex, getting closer.
4: Wait, this looks kind of like the Mona Lisa. But instead of a normal woman, it's a dog woman.
2: Rex, watch out! It's m, m-, 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 m- what's it doing? M- 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 oh, she's m- she's
4: m- trying to say moving, but she's too scared.
2: Moving!
4: Wait, the painting is moving?
0: Suddenly, a large paw emerges from the painting and strikes Rex against the wall. He takes a good hit, but he's okay. He just pretends to be knocked out for the rest of the fight so that he doesn't have to do any of the work.
3: A Roof, roof, roof. I am a Mona Lisa dog, the rarest of them all. And for my masterpiece, I am going to kill you guys.
1: Wait, what? You're rare? You're rare?
3: I have been spliced with Mona Lisa DNA, some of the rarest DNA on
2: Earth. Was Mona Lisa a good fighter or something? She was a person, not a painting, so if you're half-dog and half Mona Lisa. Why are you also a painting?
3: I think they got some DNA in from the painting too.
1: I don't really get you, but I can tell we're gonna fight. Do you wanna just skip to the fighting part? Because I probably won't understand most of everything you're gonna say to me.
2: That's a fine with me. Hold on. Can we all agree to just do a normal old school fight? No pressure to come up with puns or name our cool moves or anything. Let's just, I don't know, let's just fight for once. If that's how you feel about it, then
3: stay out of the way! The whole world is my canvas, and I am going to paint
1: blood on you guys. I appreciate fine art, but you're downright fugly!
2: Come on, guys. I was being very reasonable, and you guys just did puns immediately. Come on. Let's show the slightest bit of restraint.
1: So we just
0: fight? Let's just fight. Okay, uh, well, uh... Alright, uh, here I come! Rash takes out his six shooters and starts fanning the hammer at the dog that is also a painting.
1: Let's see what kind of price you fetch on Antiques Roadshow when you got a few blood holes in you!
0: The Mona Lisa dog hops out of the painting and drops down to the story below Pamela and Rash. She then charges upward.
2: I'm just fighting, I'm not gonna say anything!
0: Pamela charges downstairs toward the Mona Lisa dog. Outside of the painting, the Mona Lisa dog is about 10 feet long, incredibly muscular, and wearing a weird type of ugly brown dress. She charges at Pamela and snaps with her mighty jaws.
1: Pamela, what are you doing? Don't charge at powerful
0: dog.
3: Moeru hasu, burning lotus. Looks like you're going to be dog
0: food. As the Mona Lisa attacks, Pamela whips out two small hand axes and thrusts the handles into the head of the Mona Lisa dog. Pamela goes flying into the air, traveling dozens of stories upward in the stairwell. As she lands, she hits a cool pose. She throws a small flash into the air, which sprinkles down upon the blades of her axes, which she lights with her iconic cigar. Pamela then thrusts the flaming axes downward, landing them in the haunches of the Mona Lisa dog. Rash, already jerking off. Wow! What a woman!
3: My haunches! Someone call an art illustration
2: professional! Get up here, Rash! That dog's jaws will snap you in half!
1: Coming right up! That shit you did looks easy as fuck!
0: Rash sprints toward the enormous, oncoming hound. Right before the dog's jaws snap, Rash jumps into the air, flips his revolvers around in a cool way, drops both of them, and slides perfectly down the dog's throat while not even getting scratched by its teeth. His head keeps bouncing around in the dog's mouth, but his feet can feel the acidic juices from the dog's stomach.
1: I fucked up! I immediately fucked up! You have to save me or I will haunt you! Rex, that goes for you too! I know you're faking being knocked out again!
0: Rex opens his eyes for a second, looks around, and puts his head back down.
2: (coughs) I'm choking. Wait, Rash, don't try to escape! You're killing her! Maybe... It's hard to say because
1: it's still early. The dog must be allergic to my pee. No, she's just choking. Well, I'm going to pee more just to make sure. Ah. <coughs> ah. This is William really
0: immature. The Mona Lisa dog suddenly dies after not being able to breathe for a fairly short amount of time. 15 seconds, 20 tops. Either way, this dog died quick. The Mona Lisa dog slumps to the floor and rash slides out of her mouth like a giraffe being born. Good work,
4: Resh. I just woke up. I wish I got to do some fighting.
2: Guys, look at the painting
4: frame! Uh, uh,
0: what was once the painting frame that the Mona Lisa dog hid in, now very clearly looks like some sort of secret passage leading up.
1: Pamela! I think it's a
2: secret passage! It heads up! Secret passages are really fun. I'm going to jump down to where you guys are so we can go through it. Rex, can you move the corpse of that dog a little to the left so I can land on it?
0: All right. I don't see why not. Leaning over to Rash.
4: Hey man, do you ever wonder if we aren't the good guys?
0: Pamela lands on the Mona Lisa dog and sends dog parts flying everywhere. She dusts herself off and Pamela, Rex, and Rash all venture through the picture frame into the secret passage, which conveniently goes straight to the 99th floor. At the exact same time, Primrose and Inutaro's elevator dings and they enter onto the 99th floor, the prestigious Diablo Club in downtown Tokyo.
1: Stay her guard. Rash said that to blend in, I should just order a bunch of blowjob shots, woo-woos, split legs, cluster clits, and hooter shooters.
3: Does Inutaro want me to do a hooter shooter while standing on the bar and twirling my bra in the air like I just don't
1: care? Hey, you too! Let's see some ID.
0: A large bouncer in a very square blazer sidles up next to Inutaro and holds his hand out.
1: Oh no, I completely forgot that I'm only 16. Think, 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 Inutaro.
3: Excuse me, sir. I think after I show you this that you will know we belong here.
1: All right, I'll look at whatever mystery thing you want to show me. I hope this isn't an elaborate trick, because this is a really hard job. People have been quite mean to me. I wanted to be an actor!
0: Primrose is wearing one of those va-va-voom style red dresses with the slit in it so that women can show their legs more better, and she pops one of those suckers legs out, and time seems to slow down. The camera really hams out on her leg. Soft focus, slowly rotating, Very, very awkward lighting. The leg looks nuts to this guy. He's totally slobbering on himself like he'd never seen a damn leg before. The leg is done up like a rotisserie chicken and he's going cross-eyed just looking at the damn thing and also his nose is bleeding. Whoa, come right in, ma'am. Inutaro and Primrose walk toward the bar. Primrose looks smug and satisfied while Inutaro cannot believe what he is seeing. Primrose, that was brilliant.
1: How did you think of that?
3: I got the idea from Bugs Bunny-san.
1: Kind of weird that you're 16 though.
3: Don't worry, they do this kind of thing in anime all the time. If they want to localize this in the West, they can change my age to 18 or whatever. Still,
1: the guy who wrote that into the script is probably a big freak. Totally messed up. Even if it is culturally accepted in most anime. Like, at the end of the day, Satire is supposed to-
3: Shut the fuck up! Are you gonna order me a hooter shooter or not?
1: What is this strange feeling I have?
0: Do I want... to fight more? Inutaro walks up to the bar and doesn't know what to do with his hands. The bartender is wiping a single mug with a dirty rag, and he has been on the same mug since they started talking to the bouncer before the leg thing.
1: Two hooter shooters, please. You want those on the rocks? What? What? Give it to me raw, Doc.
0: What? What? The bartender takes two shot glasses. He pours a little bit of orange soda, a little orange Burnett's vodka, the sauce from one chicken wing, and puts two big marshmallows on top to try to make it look like boobs.
1: Whatever, here you go. That'll be somewhere between 100 and, I don't know, 2,000 yen, probably? Thank you, bartender son. Do your best.
0: I will, bartender. Now, Primrose. Bottoms up! As Primrose and Inutaro slam their shots, order a second round, and drink those ones too, we see Rex, Rash, and Pamela coming out of the women's bathroom. They start to approach Primrose and Inutaro casually.
3: You guys snuck in through the women's bathroom?
1: <laughs> no! We came in through the back door! We've been here for like 15 minutes! Oh, the key isn't in the women's bathroom, by the way.
2: Primrose, be careful. Rash found some mirrors and glued them to his shoes. It's
1: fine!
2: The dog ate those
4: shoes! Have you guys discovered anything?
1: Yeah, it's called a Hooter Shooter. and has wing sauce in it, and a pretty generous amount of vodka. It tastes like if they stored ranch in old whiskey barrels. I meant about the key. Oh, no. Basically, we've been having so much fun feeling grown up and lying and drinking that we got kind of distracted.
0: I promised my father that I would never be distracted. Music starts twinkling for a flashback.
4: Fuck, he's doing another flashback.
0: Cut to young Inutaro standing on top of a mountain in front of his father, who is inside of an Iron Maiden, which is open right now, and there's thumbtacks pushed up under his fingernails, and also a big hot iron is being pressed into the top of his head. A small child is repeatedly hitting him with an American football.
1: Oh, son, listen to me. The doctor is very optimistic about my condition, but I want to be careful. You need to listen to me. If you are ever in the middle of the most dangerous mission of your life, please don't stop and reflect and constantly have flashbacks about my advice. Think about how annoying
0: it must be for your friends. Cut back to the present. Inutaro is nodding to himself and realizes he is sitting alone.
2: Inutaro! We found the key while you were daydreaming. The bartender had it.
0: Inutaro looks at the bartender, who had been shot in the head and is slumped against the wall.
1: I was just gonna charm the key out of him, but then I accidentally said a slur. (laughs) So I shot him! That way we could just have it without
0: talking to him!
1: Inutaro, hurry up!
0: Let's move now! Inutaro rushes back toward the group, who have found a secret red door behind the bar. Rash pops the key into the lock and turns. The door swings open, revealing a very scary red hallway.
1: Whoa! This hallway is freaking me out! Red is the
2: scariest color!
1: Because of blood. And menstruation!
2: That's also blood, you idiot. Anyway,
4: it looks like there's a staircase at the end, leading up to the hundredth floor. The evil lair of Goshi Akuma. We've been building up to this for, well, six entire days now. Are you guys ready?
1: Well, for what? I'm ready to become the world's number one dog catcher by killing this lawyer. Well, that sounds about right to me, but I know that this is a
4: pretty weird thing to say outside of the context that we are in. We've been playing it really fast and loose for a while now.
2: Let's quit wasting time and barge in there. I won't let this guy badmouth Budweiser beer any longer. That was my motivation coming into this fight, if you remember. I got an ax to grind with this guy.
0: Rash looks at Pamela and he seems very confused. He slowly looks at the axe she is holding and mouths the word axe silently to himself. He stares back at Pamela, then at the axe. Then he mouths the word grind silently to himself.
5: Oh,
1: she is an axe
0: as a weapon.
4: Inutaro, take the lead. Any surprises
1: come at us, we want our best guy in front to take them down. That's why the best guy always bats first in baseball. And the best football player always runs into the end zone first. And the best hockey player shoots immediately every time he touches the puck. Because you never know when you'll get another shot in this crazy world.
0: Just go in! Inutaro takes a slow, solemn step toward the closed door at the top of the stairs. It is made of pure obsidian and is cool to the touch. Deathly cool. He breathes deeply and places his hand on the doorknob. He takes a moment to gather himself.
1: It is time for destiny to make me a god.
0: Inutaro rears back his head and starts ramming it into the wall as hard as he can, three times, rapid fire. There are huge dents in the wall and his forehead is bleeding a little bit. Woo!
5: Woo!
1: Woo! Somebody's about to fucking die! Uh, Jesus Christ!
3: A little much, but I get what you were going for.
1: Let's
0: go! Inutaro forces the obsidian door open and the rest of the team flies into the room behind him. On the other side of the room, Bengoshi Akuma sits behind a fancy mahogany lawyer's desk, seated in a giant throne made of bone with a skull on top. His pen is gold and probably costs like 200 bucks. He is sipping on a Princeton, a cocktail made with two-thirds gin, one-third port wine, and a splash of chilled water, plus some orange bitters, and regards the group with an arrogant look on his face.
1: He looks arrogant! Like he knows something we don't! Let's run!
0: Ha! Huh. That's right, Rash. What I know that you don't know could fill a book. A really long one, like a Bible or the encyclopedia. I
1: don't give a fuck about books, dude! I have a kinetic learning style!
0: Mm, oh, charming.
1: It means I learn more better when people throw charts at me and shit!
0: You come to my office. You let your cowboy boots that are caked in shit walk on my expensive French carpet. You aim to arrest me or kill me or worse. I dare you to explain at all why you are here or what you are doing. Your arrogance, it sickens me. It makes me want to puke in my own lap. This law office, this is a realm of a thousand onyx suns. My heart alone generates more power than a nuclear reactor. I better calm down. We don't fight yet. Let me tell you a little story. I was just a young boy when we had a dog. His name was Pepper Rodrigo. He was my best friend. He had a little wet nose, two fluffy ears, and four regular legs. One night, unbeknownst to us, Pepper decided to fall asleep on the top of his doghouse. Now, I didn't know this at the time, but it turns out that Snoopy is quite litigious. Snoopy did not like Pepper Rodrigo stealing his little cute thing where he sleeps on top of something instead of sleeping inside of it. The lawsuit that happened was thorough. Snoopy sued us for everything we had. He sued us for custody of the house, of the doghouse, of the dog. He got custody of my mom and my dad. Snoopy took everything from me. You want to know why? Why? Because he could. I spent my entire childhood growing up in foster care, while my parents lived in a doghouse outside of Snoopy's house. Snoopy's house was shaped like a doghouse too, of course, just much bigger. And he still slept on the roof, except when it rains, but the media won't tell you that. I told myself then and there that I would become the world's greatest lawyer, not only to protect myself, but to protect good dogs like pepper rodrigo from evil dogs like snoopy
3: pepper son
0: i know why i'm here but do you even know why you're here who are you working for really tell me did you ever wonder who's in charge of the dog catchers guild <gasps> what the fuck
1: is a guild is that some sort of uh, uh, shakespeare shit <laughs>
5: In the